How long gone? Uh, God has blessed us here in Los Angeles after three days of biblical rain, flooding. The Larchmont sign is down. That's my Mount Rushmore. This is a problem. The Larchmont sign is down? The Larchmont street sign had, had fallen down onto Beverly. Dear God. D- you know, blocking the Noah's Bagel sign. How are they going to, you know, what are they going to do? <sighs> Noah, your days are numbered. I, Noah's, Noah's on his way out. Third wave bagel is going to take Noah down soon. Very soon. Just cash out while you can, Noah. Yeah, Noah's got other locations. It's fine. But yeah, the, the rain has been biblical. Um, people are not doing things. People aren't driving. Um, but today... Uh, the sun is out. The rain has stopped. And um, bro, look, here's a photo. I'm showing Chris a photo on my dog walk this morning damn. in Glendale. BMW got snow all over it. The hills behind my house, right over here, you could see them. Snow, snow capped. It's snow covered hills. Honestly, it's it's beautiful to live. Hey Siri, play landslide. It's it's such a sick thing to live in a place that has such a diverse climate range. Um, and that's something that I personally celebrate. I don't think it global warming has anything to do with it. Oh, I think California. Did you do air? He did air quotes. Um, you could hear Actually, you know, I believe in global warming. I really do. We're fucked. <laughs> okay, um, okay. Okay. But that, that was a joke. I, because <laughs> this is a hot topic this morning because last night on the Saturday Night Live program on NBC, mm-hmm. shout out to Lauren. I know you're listening. Um, <laughs> uh, known uh, stoner and Hawaii resident. Uh, Woody Harrelson. Some consider him like a national treasure in like a Bill Murray way. Woody, um, we're not going to do any COVID, Woody. <laughs> so Woody did a monologue. It wasn't very funny, but most monologues aren't. And he ended... He's not a stand-up. He's not a stand-up. He ended with a, a portion that people are uh, labeling anti-vax. Mm-hmm. And I watched it this morning, and it was more just like a bad COVID joke that made fun of like Pfizer and Moderna. Mm-hmm. kind of which seems like fair game to me everyone like, should hate like big pharma big pharma. unless i unless i'm just too dense and didn't understand the nuance of the humor i didn't get a chance to watch it and i would be able to understand the multiple layer <laughs> density of that so i can't really chime in unfortunately but it but it's this thing where people are like i can't believe that he did this i'm like guys this is pretty like it, it's regardless of if you're a fan. I can't believe this 65-year-old stoner millionaire <laughs> made fun of COVID. Didn't like being trapped inside his house for three years. Yeah, it was a pretty, it seemed like a pretty innocuous and light touch joke to me. And then mm-hmm. I, of course, go on Twitter and people are just, un, this is unbelievable. Overshadowing the fact that Woody joined the Five Timers Club. I, I mean, <laughs> can you imagine Scarlett Johansson gave him the jacket? I'm sure Steve Martin was in the building somewhere. This is big stuff. So this was a Five Timers Club psyop diverting attention away from this prestigious award. Exactly. The writers fucked him again. Oh, God. Anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I didn't have a chance to watch it yet. But like I said to you earlier. I the, fell asleep at like 6.45 p.m. <laughs> last night. Yeah, no, after you had some nachos. The thing is. Nachos were bomb. Is that I... The the thing that I'm missing and that people aren't talking about mm-hmm. is that Jack White was the musical guest. <laughs> so that's the real that, actual psyop. That is much worse than COVID. Woody Harrelson's jokes. Like, what is he? Per- he must have a new record. Oh, now uh, now all I can think about is hearing the White Stripes at the Celine show. <laughs> that song, "Hello Operator." Oh yeah, repeating over and over. for 22 minutes. That will scar you worse than than trying to understand. <laughs> That'll, that'll, that'll scar you worse than trying to figure out if they're a brother and sister or a couple. You know, it's, Bro, it's, that ship has sailed. What I, happened to Meg White? She's gone. I think Meg White cashed out. I was like, I'm all good. 
smart chick yeah but like you need to she needs a, a side project she should be djing in joshua tree or some shit like that you know i think she's got too much money man i mean honestly smart get in get the bagu and then she probably distance lives, yourself from jw she probably lives in a in a famous you know a famous architect designed house somewhere outside of detroit you know she married a like a line producer on <laughs> on the walking dead yeah, like a regular <laughs> like I, we just fell in love you know he he like knew that i made music but he didn't like really know we both have dogs and they got together and we like both, they it's totally fine. um but we've had a we've had a action packed last couple of days i don't yeah. know about you jason but i'm reeling i'm just exhausted i'm i'm mostly proud of myself for going out getting after it and getting it done during literally the worst storm i've ever experienced in southern california yeah friday friday night it the was, chateau took a beating that the, i mean friday night it was it was it was dangerous to be on the streets of course um as the sober person and driver luckily my car sits off the ground so mm -hmm. i wasn't flooding wasn't gonna happen and i sprung for the uber xl or the the lift xl black to make sure to go to your house yeah and i think it was a i think it was an escalade that's nice those sit up nice and high it sat up nice and high and then i got dropped off at dinner or at, at horses yeah, yeah yeah and then yeah but when we went to uh the chateau the door opens i put my foot straight into a river of water <laughs> and then your lovely lady, her her row mule <laughs> fully submerged in, in water submerged. three seconds before you walk into the you know a Jennifer Lawrence uh, attended party. Yeah, it was we we, we did we made our nothing lust kills your night like a like a wet. No, foot. it does it does suck. We made our illustrious return to horses after <laughs> months of mm -hmm. of kind of just giving it a break, and I gotta say I'm happy to be back. Yeah, I, w I was happy to be back as well, and I'm. I, I think as long as you don't order the spicy pasta, all is well. Well, you, you know what the thing light. is. You know what I'm realizing there. I really like the waiters. Yeah, they're pros. and I kind of always have, and I didn't think about that until mm. until Friday because I was like, she's just lovely. This whole experience is great. She's really nice. She's funny. She knows it was just a. It's she knows pros. when to leave. Yeah, she exactly. knows when like you make a joke, I make a joke. And then we leave before it gets awkward or weird. Before you guys came and sat down, because I got there so early, she noticed my Kurt Cobain T-shirt. And oh, hold on, hold on, <laughs> Kurt Cobain Supreme T-shirt, a gift from your co-host. Yeah, 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 and a, friend, a gift that you got for me as a joke. And then I turned the tables on you. Well, I got I, anything I do as a joke, I know that you will attempt to turn the tables. And unfortunately, I haven't been able to kind of throw you the curveball that I'm looking for yet. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of life left to live. But your version of 4D chess is cute. <laughs> Thank you. It's nothing to sneeze at. You should so, be proud so of yourself. So Jason, Jason wore his his Kurt Cobain Supreme T-shirt under his suit, and you're saying the server had a comment about. She it. had a full anecdotal story about okay. it. She goes, points at my shirt. She goes, my band opened for them in '91 in Seattle, and she was telling a story about how Whoa. the venue. Yeah, she she was in some band I forgot they were called, but they were like played with. It was sort of like a little industrial, like my life with the thrill kill cult energy, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. a little Jim Rose traveling circuit okay. adjacency. And she said like the venue that they were doing the show at had like a built-in cafe, like sort of ADU adjoined to it. Yeah, yeah. And she finished the show, and Kurt was sitting in a booth, like drinking a cup of coffee and, and smoking cigarettes. And she basically told the story of her going up to him 
it, 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 in, in like the Chris Farley meeting uh, the Beatles kind of way. Just yeah. like, oh, good job tonight. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm so stupid. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan. Well, I'm not like, you know, like just basically sure. stepping all over herself meeting Kirk. I mean, that, and this was in 91, you know? That was pre. My fiance was two years old at that this was, time. That was pre the year grunge broke, you know? So that's mm-hmm. that's like... He wasn't even that famous this yet. This is when they were still playing, you know, 300 cap rooms. Seattle Legends, of course, so it makes a oh, difference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we so we had dinner to horses. It was great. And then we did venture to the W Magazine Best Performances Party mm-hmm. that was held, which you guys, I guess you guys didn't realize, it was held in the penthouse at the Chateau Marmont. So it's pretty intimate. Yeah. The space holds, I would say, 40 people comfortably, and they had about 130 or so. 130. 130. And uh, and also the the bulk of the square footage is the outdoor patio, which was being pummeled yes, by the yeah. worst storm. Which in, was of my it was covered, life. and there were bartenders, uh, so it was fine. But I think that it was a it was a pretty heavy room in general. But the main takeaway from everyone I've talked to is that uh, Kaya Gerber, mm-hmm. I've never heard men and women agree mm. on the beauty of someone more mm. than Kaya Gerber. And I've seen Kaya Gerber in a lot of situations at this point, at the airport, at the gym. Uniting nations. Exactly, at the Luna Luna thing. But in the see-through Celine dress with Austin Butler trailing behind like mm. ASAP Rocky on the cover of British Vogue, <laughs> it is. she truly is a sight in a way that I, I, I honestly can't think of someone that men and women agree on as much in my life. Yeah, her, her gravitational pull in a yeah. room is powerful because I think everyone knows subconsciously that the this is this is beauty at its perfect peak yeah peak, peak ripeness you know I, I think there could be an element alex said this there could be an element of like also people like our age when you look at her you you see some of the cindy which also see, well yeah you see a lot of this yeah i mean i think that i'm saying i think they like subconsciously you're like this is like a beauty that i recognize for my entire adult life yeah like when i was i remember being a little kid and like when my mom first got like a computer and you could like download pictures um like over the internet and it would take like four or five hours to download like a single like gif image like a very digital yeah. pixelated image and like the very first images I would download were like swimsuit photos, yeah. like swimsuit Sports issues, Illustrated Sports swimsuit issue of Cindy Crawford. So then everyone got to see how hot Cindy Crawford was as this beautiful person their whole life, but few got to see them in per see her in person. True. So then you, it's almost like I'm getting to see, you know, the 22 year old. Yeah. I don't now know. Now you can see Kai at Maru at fucking LAX <laughs> at at fucking Erwan at it's, the W party. It's making a case for for reproduction for me because. <laughs> There's a lot of people that are going to want a taste of TJ in the future, and I don't know if they'll be able to get it. Yeah, you're not giving quite Austin Butler, but you are taller than him, which is nice. I sure am. <laughs> I saw so I saw Sarah um, Moonves, our host, like introduce her mom to Austin Butler because her mom like wanted to meet Austin Butler, I and bet. it was so sick. <laughs> She's like, "This is my mom," and he, t- I mean, he went full, you know. Oh ha ha! Or, you know what I mean? Went full on in the mod. They got the picture together. It was really, it was really cute. It, I love how everyone sort of has male or female or non-binary. Like you have that energy of like, hey, this is my mom. Yeah, everybody. Every, cool. Everyone 
turns into yeah. the best version it doesn't of matter themselves. who it doesn't yeah it does not matter how big of a celebrity or how much of an asshole you are if somebody introduces you to your parents you are going to be nice and cool bitch could be in a wheelchair <laughs> one arm and you're like your mom is so fucking beautiful i loved her Can she I made me, that she made me laugh i mean it was just but the, the it other, sure is nice to meet you big mama <laughs> you've done real well with her I didn't. I, I couldn't fully overhear the 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 accent, but I'm sure it was there. The music was a little loud. Can I get you a Casamigos, Mama. <laughs> it's my uh, future stepdaddy's brand. Um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, father-in-law. But I was taken aback by the the like amount of. I feel like every single person that was on the White Lotus was there. That's every party in LA now. It's like it doesn't matter. They're just having their moment. It right could now. be the ESPYS film, yeah. television, music. They're it, there. The only people that are guaranteed to show up at the party for some celeb power, the entire cast. Well, the supporting cast. Of, yeah, Coolidge of White isn't Lotus. there, but Coolidge isn't anywhere. Coolidge ain't there. Imperioli ain't there, but everyone else. They fucking there. I kind of like it because they're just like turning up because they're like, this is sick. I don't know if this is going to happen for me again. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah. I, I appreciate they know that, that the cast rotates every episode. Yeah, so exactly. like this could be their moment to, exactly. to suck as much off the teat as they can. And I'm sort of in the same boat as well. So I think one more of these black tie celeb parties and we're going to start having to have an awkward conversation with them. I can't wait. I mean, I can't wait. I'll be like, oh, what are you in? I don't. The only reason I know what you're in is because Jason whispered in my ear like he's my body man, so I don't know what to tell Veep you. Veep style? Yeah, Veep style. We're approaching her. She's the uh, lesbian on the show that everyone thinks dresses bad. <laughs> the, um, Can I get a name? Nobody knows her nobody name. Nobody knows her name. Nobody knows her uh, name. But Jennifer Lawrence looked incredible. That's the hot prostitute, and that's the hotter prostitute. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence looked really good, but the one, the other thing that happened to me is I had... Real, the eye was too smoky. We can say that. I, I'm with it. For that kind of it was event, giving when you, black swan. When you know it's like time, when you know you're just getting your picture taken, it's like you know it reads better in a photo than it does. When you're there out. from eight to eight fifteen, and then yes. you're <laughs> you're in bed by nine. The the so somebody that was in the building that I wasn't expecting to see was uh, mm. Kate Hudson. Mm -hmm. And what did I say, Goldie Hawn's daughter? Yeah, Goldie Hawn's daughter, and Kate Hudson looked pretty fucking great. And I had a nice chat with her in line for the bathroom. She was very friendly with me. Mm -hmm. not, in, not in that kind of way. Just in a chatty way. But there was this gay guy, hanger on type uh -huh. in line in the bathroom with me. The three of us were in the, the room, you know, like waiting for Better the or worse than Stodd's gay hanger on? Unclear. Okay. Wasn't him. Still developing. But uh, it was like this, like he didn't like the fact that she was making small talk with me. Mm -hmm. So he, Did he like, let out a. Ugh. No, it was more like ah, like it was like ah, like like oh, like high energy. Christopher, this doesn't happen often. Like it was like very high energy and like over complimentary. Where I'm like, mm. bro, trust me, Kate Hudson's gay slots are filled. She's been famous for a really long time. Like you're <laughs> not, you're like three season Bottega purse is not going to get you in the room with miss <laughs> with, with miss Athleta. It's not going to happen. It was just funny. Cause I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit back. Cause somebody was definitely, if, doing... if somebody is going to be outgayed by you, exactly. Then they, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't even try it. Don't bother leaving your CV. So on, while on somebody was doing Coke in the bathroom, I was like in this weird tug of war 
Mm-hmm. But then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let this guy cook because he's going to fuck this up for himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? This guy's not cool enough to fucking keep it going. It was pretty funny. I had a bathroom line situation where I was in a tug of war between my fiance and Jaden Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Jaden showed up. Everybody looks pretty good at this party. You know what I mean? People are like, obviously, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So, like celebrities are fully dressed. Like, I'm wearing Celine. I'm wearing YSL. I'm wearing yeah, blah, blah. It was, it was glam. Look. It was glammed up. And, and, and Jaden Smith walks in, you know, two hours late in the Denim Tears hoodie, the mm-hmm. Jinkos on, mm-hmm. and maybe some like, maybe his collaborative New Balance, but hood up. I've never seen Jaden Smith mm-hmm. without a hood up interesting seen him i've seen him actually kind of a lot just like around town it's a symbolic kind of i i don't know this is my shield for the world he is jaden smith is very good looking like pretty striking in person a young pharrell yeah but he's he's without the need of fillers so did you were you able to kind of see if he would send you some some drum packs or anything or was it (laughs) no I i was just waiting in line to have a tinkle and with with carolyn and then he he has like a short actor friend. I don't. I think I've seen him in some stuff, but like he may have some type of developmental. Short actor friend is literally everyone in this damn town. <laughs> okay. But yeah, every actor is short. Sure, but I mean, except for except for me. <laughs> he was he was pretty fucking tall. He's like six two something like that. In Austin person. Austin Butler is a vision. He really is, he's and he's you know what? He's really owning the the DB the double breasted, and mm-hmm. he's making a great case for it. He almost always pulls it off. He's got the chest for it. He he does have a bird chest, much yeah. like you. I think that's why you're feeling him. No <laughs> shelf on that side. So so Jaden kind of walked walked up, and he was like bopping around, like he's got the energy of like a a pomeranian. Yeah. And and he started hollering at Carolyn, not in like a sexy way, but in a like, hey, I really like your vibe. I like your style. Is that yeah. your hair? Is that can I touch your shirt? Like that yeah. kind of thing. Your energy is really sick. Your energy is really dope. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's it's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Jaden holler at my chick because she's looking at him like oh, this is funny. You know, she's looking at him like like a she's looking down upon like him. a helicopter flying over a building. And he he did have great amazing energy, and he wasn't trying to like literally steal my chick. But he was the only person in the entire party who complimented my Supreme shirt, <laughs> which was sort of. It was funny because we were talking on the episode before, like, will people think that it's ironic? You know, will they understand the fourth layer of irony or whatever and the triple reverse satire, you know, and he's just like, is that shirt Supreme? I love Supreme. That shirt is sick. (laughs) Kurt Cobain, honestly, legend. Uh, Bro, when Unplugged came out. Like my dad played it for me, and it kind of changed things for me. Honestly, like Jaden was not alive during then. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. I don't know. I, f- I feel like Jaden's, but I feel like Jaden's one of those people that's weirdly been around my whole life. Yeah, he he's been around our whole life while also being born in like 2006. Yeah, he's. I mean, I bet he's probably 20 now. Maybe he's maybe a little older. Yeah, he could be older. Because he's. I mean, he's been putting in work for a long time. That's true. He was dating, or he was being taken advantage of by Sarah. What's her name? Oh, the hottie, the mischief boots model. Yeah, Sarah. Oh, what's her fucking name? Who knows? Yeah, but she got it, her claws into him real early. Yeah, I mean he's he's got what she likes. Money. Yeah, good for you, Jaden. But the party, and also I I don't want to. We should mention that you were also on Molly. 
I had a wee bit, yeah. Jason was doing Molly nummies and then drinking. It, it was only to keep me up and at him. And, and then perky. drinking only champagne like he was all of a sudden like a hot chick, which I've never kind of seen that move from you before. Champagne and Molly, combine them. We're feeling elegante. I've, trust me, I know. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm yeah, aware, but I'm just... I'm just uh, and especially if you're going to do Molly water in the Dom P... Life is good. Life is good. I just, I didn't. That's I, what, that's the last thing you drink before Diddy fucks you. <laughs> <laughs> Come in here. Aha, aha. <laughs> but I, I think that the, um, I think that, I, I guess I expected it to affect your mood a little more, but maybe. The, I wasn't taking it Maybe enough. the dose was so micro, I wasn't getting an, an like elated, ecstatic, ecstatic TJ. I was getting regular TJ. Yeah. I, I, I think which is was, fine. It was just sort of preventative. Regular TJ is good for me. Yeah, I agree. I didn't want to be licking the walls. Do you think people were on drugs, though? I don't think so, really. At the W? No, not really. I think a little coke, maybe. No, I mean, because those, like, it was the same thing as um, the, the GQ Man of the Year thing. I was talking to this, like, manager dude at the party who was just there. It's like, it's, it's like taking your celebrity to daycare or like it's like yeah. a dog park but yeah. for celebs and all the managers and pr and agents they're they're in one section that and they're smoking and yeah. like being like yeah, yeah, yeah and then they're watching all of their clients sniff each other's asses and be like hey nice to meet you i love you bull burnham yeah yeah no it's good i i forgot this i kept seeing this woman mm. at the party and i was like i know this bitch from somewhere <laughs> like where do i know her from mm. and then yesterday it hit me it's a person that i had a unfortunate interaction with that that she's a celebrity representative with your penis no 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 okay like it was like a i i can't talk about it really okay but it was like this i was like oh i know why it's because you yelled at me like you yelled at me about something that was Mm. your fault Mm. but she's just like a classic like awful nasty publicist you know vibe which I usually like. Kelly Catron? I wish. I wish. No, I was, Kelly I, Catron, come on, How Long Gone Challenge. I'm working on it. I'm I sent her a DM. It. Obviously, no response. I don't think she knows how to use Instagram, but that's kind of like not her generation. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Uh-huh. Um, but you kept the part. We left because uh, I have self-respect, and after a certain hour, um, I'm just bored. It was time to go. Oh, I forgot. Also, when we were leaving, it was like an elevator situation where mm. it was like Kaya, Austin, couple hanger-ons mm-hmm. and and they like <laughs> it's the same it's like turns out they had uh, priority access on the elevator no no no. it was me and al and then they were on the elevator and it was this moment where like we could have definitely gotten on and they would have been fine with it and mm. i was just like you guys go ahead you know i Gentlemen. don't i don't i, I don't want to insert myself in this we can take the steps i want to insert myself in that i I know, <laughs> I know you do um either one did you take a gift bag Took two, brought them to the second party, left, left them the there. Party, I, honestly, a nice selection of Byredo makeup. God damn it! You know, nice selection of Byredo makeup and some um, kind of travel size Byredo candles for the hotel room, which I always love. Oh, the 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 bus boys at La Dolce Vita are smelling <laughs> wonderful. Come so Monday you, morning, you went to an undisclosed black tie dance mm-hmm. <laughs> event mm-hmm. hosted by former guest uh, and known snappy dresser Benny Blanco. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. It was it was an intimate affair. Just me, Eric Andre, the guy from High Maintenance, Benny Blanca. 
dude this hollywood and shit, a gaggle I, of hotties i gotta get back to new york man honestly like this shit is too it's it's od man it is od i mean it, i've been in much worse rooms no I'll tell of course you i'm sure it was fucking fun i mean you know like it was fun i mean it's, it's just like go to a different place where the op- where there's another open bar uh, you know, Benny Blanco's doing a DJ set off of his iPhone mm-hmm. and girls are dancing. Was he playing his own music or different selections? Different selections. And also uh, afterwards, a, a Spank Rock DJ set, which was nice to see. We ran into Spank at the when you did your yeah. DJ set. The DJ set. I feel like he's good. Yeah, 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 for sure. He's, I mean, not the best DJ, but you know. More. But I feel like he's playing stuff that is cool. He, yeah, 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 for that, sure. That's what I mean. You no, know, I don't care about technical music. stuff. That's not. No, no, he was playing some cool music um, from what I remember, which is not a ton. Sure, sure. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we basically just drank champagne and did Molly there. Okay. Until, you know, about two ish and then bopped on home. That's a long lift ride. Both of us fell asleep and woke up in. On, on our street that's nice mm-hmm. did he have to shake you or was it just like um no i woke up first and then i woke her up secondly did you have to carry her into the house dead body style just or? about but no no okay, no we got her up that's good we, got, we we were able to resuscitate the victim and get her back into the house it was fine mm-hmm. yeah it was it was totally fine and then uh was able to wake up not super hungover the really next day. Yeah, we we I got a dog sitter, so I was able to sleep in. You basically said to me, <laughs> "I have to do drugs and stay out late tonight because we got a dog sitter." To justify the the buck twenty I spent <laughs> on her. <laughs> <laughs> but I woke up. I I Saturday I saw. Um, I went to lunch with Andrews at Sunset Tower, a fellow sober, sober king, and we were both like. I was like, bro, I feel hungover. I was out late. And he was like, I feel hungover. I was out late. And then I told him that I was in bed like at midnight. And he was like, I was in bed at three, pussy. Yeah. So I, I was like, little pussy. Ass. Yeah, I was like, God damn it. I got I just got sunned. What but was he what was he doing until three? There was a party at that seventh house gallery, which is really nice, like on Melrose, pretty, pretty close to us. I guess it was the owner's birthday. Hmm. And I was like, Oh, is he gay? And Andrews was like, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, there's a lot of straight people at the party <laughs> um i wanted to also give a quick shout out to dart collective for for letting me rent some uh, dj equipment last week i forgot to mention that but if you ever need to rent any sound or equipment or dj equipment in the actually area, i need to hit, hit them up i need to hit our dogs at dart for something coming up oh, actually really? i was gonna yeah i that just reminded me this is not this is not a joke Do you need to hire a dj as well Oh no, that's taken care of. It's actually someone who's going to play vinyl like a real one. So you're, it's kind of out of your depth. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I have vinyl right there. I have six, seven inches. I would right love there. for you to play a chokehold seven inch. Like <laughs> I'd love for you to mix between a chokehold and a. Bro, I got a converge five inch in there. Heads ain't got these. Not the converge. The, the converge. Um, is it the the? <laughs> <laughs> no, the what you would call it though? The is the CD. Oh, bro. This might be worth some money, though. I know. I thought it was a flexi, but oh, hell no. Jason came through with the five-inch. Five-inch white. Don't talk about me like that. Uh, <laughs> this is... No, I said five-inch white, not five-inch hard. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, this is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, so I, I had a, a WeHo day yesterday, kind of. Welcome had, to my a, life, baby. I had a twisted day. So we woke up hungover like... Postmates like a bagel, like that's where we're where our head was at. 
um, you know, watching diners, drive-ins, and dives while looking at the phone type beat. Really, really into it. And then around noon, Carolyn was like, I got to go to the Slauson swap meet. And, and <laughs> torrential downpour, freeways closed, flood warrant, you know. We're driving down the five freeway and it's just like closed because it's just so much flooding. Anyway, she's like, I have to go there and then I have to go to West Hollywood. And I was for like, For some work related. So, yeah, it was for a work job. She had to go um, get some custom made jewelry for uh, an upcoming shoot. Okay. Did you happen to leave with a, a them jeans pendant or anything or just um, pictures? <laughs> no. So, so uh, she was like, I have to go. And I, I felt so bad for her. To go do this that i volunteered to go to go along and be sure an emotional support boyfriend okay i, I got a day rate of 150 okay that's not bad plus Did plus lunch too right i got sous vide egg bite at starbucks and i could get up to the grande size as well that's pretty good it ain't bad and then she said if i wanted anything from sloss and i could have but they didn't have any in my size but i saw some of the greatest hats and t-shirts of my i'm saying all there. the stuff that you showed us and talked about seemed like stuff that you would really want to buy but sizing is an issue it, no sizing wasn't an issue it was i felt i don't know like when i was younger i used to love going to sloss and swap meet and like buying just crazy shit you know yeah like 3xl t-shirts with spongebob in a, in a gun you know that, that sure. kind of shit sure and, and they had like <laughs> you know like vertical blinds with nipsey russell's tombstone on nipsey nipsey, russell nipsey hustle's tombstone on it they had this one the best shirt of all time it was a it was two handcuffs and it said free my grandma <laughs> <laughs> that's such a limited amount of people that that would appeal to yeah no i know and then the other one, the one that just lost me was the Uncle Sam pointing at you, <laughs> where you know it's like we want you to join the 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 military or whatever. But it's just Uncle Sam going, "You a bitch." <laughs> just the simplicity that of it. That seems like something you would actually maybe wear. I didn't post this one, but they they had the hood shit pajama pants that you wear to court. Yeah, the dirty fleece. The dirty fleece. He that didn't had, do it. These are the <laughs> these are the uh, the Valentine's Day teddy bear edition. Soft as silk. Um, but yeah, there. so we went there and then we went to West Hollywood um, for an appointment. And then we it was, uh, I, I had to go grocery shopping because we were going to make some sick-ass hangover nachos. So we went to the pavilions in the epicenter of Yeah, I'm, of I've West been to that Hollywood. pavilions before. Bet you have, sweetheart. And then I, I, we go to Starbucks, get a sous vide. And then I'm like, oh, we're in the, gay, the gayest Starbucks in California super it was a super cruisy thing but it was interesting because there were multiple dudes who appeared to be on dates maybe a first date maybe a blind date maybe a pre-hookup i think this is a make up. sure you're not a murderer let's go back to mine yeah but it was it was just nice to see because i live in glendale which is like a sub like as suburban as suburbia could ever get and I drive to West Hollywood, sort of the epicenter of entertainment. It's across the street from Pump. Mm -hmm. It's like glitz that's a big and pavilion. So that's Hollywood. A nice... It's around the corner from San Vicente Bungalows yeah. and all this shit. It's like the center of America in terms of all this shit. And there's all these people on a Sunday afternoon having a date at a Starbucks. And I was like, this is more normal and vanilla and regular yeah. than anything I've ever seen in my most normal, vanilla, regular suburban town, except they're all gay. And it was nice to see 
normal gay people. Well, they're not normal because they're gonna go fuck in the bathroom. That's the <laughs> that's the difference. But I guess there are. They're some... gonna go do two pumps of vanilla in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean to. I don't mean to burst your bubble, but that is nice. I mean, West Hollywood. We're all out of pistachio. Jane, Jason, West Hollywood contains multitudes, and I'm glad that you're after years and years of frequenting. You're kind of seeing the layers, you know, that unfold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of layers, and I'm familiar with it, but. I know what you and mean. I it's like kind of wholesome in a way that you like weren't expecting and maybe needed to see. Yeah, it was it was hyper wholesome. Yeah, uh, and I I tried to bend the ear of the barista there about the olive oil Starbucks. Did he have any insight? No, he did. I was like, "What do you What do you got to tell me about the the oh, Starbucks yeah. with olive oil?" And he's like. I can tell you it sounds pretty nasty. <laughs> and I, was I like, love that you just gave him belt Gucci <laughs> voice when it's a West Hollywood mm, Starbucks. It's your favorite Southern sissy here. <laughs> I'm serving up tall. Well, we're all out of pistachio, of course. But um, there he was basically just like, I think it's coffee that they literally just pour olive oil into. There's got to be some science to it, though. So I, th- I think what it is is like an uh, a cruelty-free bulletproof coffee yeah like you yeah, get yeah, you get yeah. the intentions of having the fat the, yeah. and the, mul- the soluble molecular blah 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 sustained caffeine release type shit but i don't know if they have to whip it in order i mean i, there I has think to just be an a, oil there has slick be, of, of barrancini yeah, on top of yeah, the, yeah, there has to the be, mocha sounds wrong there has to be more of a uh, some there has to be some sort of industrial level stirring that <laughs> happens because it can't you're right it would be oil and water it would be sitting on top like my uh, mm-hmm. my fresh granola on my backyard bowl. They're gonna they're <laughs> gonna have to froth her. Yeah, definitely froth her. Uh, now you're really in West Hollywood. So we picked up we picked up our starbs, and then I I go into pavilions, and I I just had to r- go in and grab like two or three things. So she stayed in the car because it was just like dumping rain, and and I was wearing I was wearing head to toe Arky. Mm-hmm. I had a bright orange Arky. Arcteryx raincoat was the rustoleum showing or was it <laughs> no i was i was i realized like when paint I, markers i get it i left the house and i'm like all right i'm gonna go i'm like a hungover six foot nine white guy and i'm going to sloss and swap meet on a sunday afternoon saturday afternoon saturday afternoon i have to try to look hard i guess i don't know so i'm I, so I, you put on you put on expensive <laughs> rain jacket yeah i put on my gore-tex fit so i i, I tried to look like a like guy who paints hard. freights okay yeah the, i had yeah. The, the the security guard made me take my hood off to check underneath it in case i was trafficking weapons or drugs yeah you, you keep the poker underneath the <laughs> underneath the hood he hit, he hit my hood with the scanner a little <laughs> beep 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 all right you're clean big fella uh so and i had the hood on i had my hat down low and i was walking oh, around so, okay so you were in tj hard mode i was i, I was in tj hard mode and then I, as, and then I'm wearing that same outfit at the pavilions in WeHo, and suddenly I'm wearing my little sailor galoshes outfit, and a long, a long slice of of man is walking around, unattended, mm-hmm. solo, and every other person in this pavilions is another gay man by himself, browsing. For more than one thing. So you're saying the arugula is good, but that may not be the focus of tonight's menu. I I was telling I forgot who I was telling you earlier, but like I've 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 stood in the center of the the, the dance floor at a club called Ronda at three in the morning, you know, a hundred times in my life, and I've never felt like more of an object of desire than when I went to buy 
some chips from the pavilion. So you're you're flipping through I got the cruise. You're flipping through the Chica varieties and these guys I'm in regular. These can't these guys can't are they is anybody saying anything or is it merely a the feeling? The older guys of, did. Yeah, I like that confidence. So so the young guys just kind of had like like the methy speedy eyes yeah. like being like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like and then the guys my age were kind of like gay creative director bears mm -hmm. and they would sort of do um this move where they see me like looking at cereal and then they walk past the aisle to like grab something but they walk like very close to my face mm -hmm. and give me an extended look and then i have to be like hello and they're like hi and I'm like just just browsing kind of thing, but then the older guys, like the 80 year old yeah. guys, coolest, coolest, one of the coolest sections of 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 the world. I'll be in the frozen food section. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Papa comes up and like blocks me with his shopping cart, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, he's like, pull it out, big fella." <laughs> <laughs> he did pretty much everything but that. Like that, he's like, "I've fucked eight thousand guys. Like I've seen it all. I know what's happening here by the croissant pizza." <laughs> so I had to. I mean, even the guys bagging the groceries are just like, bye. Like, you got to get out of there. The amount. I mean, the sexual energy in that pavilions was astonishing. It yeah, was crazy. Yeah. No. I mean, I've. I, I know exactly what you mean, and that doesn't. It's it, pavilions is such a strange choice, but it's it's new mm -hmm. and nice. I, I think what people like is like all the transplant folks are like. I just need a, a regular. regular yeah, supermarket. you're right. You're right. I don't yeah. want to go to Bristol. If you Farms. want some Kansas City dick, you go to Pavilions. Yeah, ironically, they're like Bristol, Whole Foods is too fucking gay for me, bro. Yeah, no, I need to go to a regular <laughs> fucking <laughs> supermarket for Christ's sake. Oh, <laughs> you go to Whole Foods, bro? Chill, <laughs> chill. Um, I forgot to mention that I had a, a power line. And I do have a Whole Foods story as well. Oh, I forgot. Please. So I'm, I'm at the Whole Foods in Glendale trying to trying to be on my Whole30. I'm like, let's get some protein snacks. And I go to the deli section. I'm like, I'm going to get like a pound of, of sliced turkey, you know, just a little something to nibble on when you need a snack. I love that. I love that you're like a guy now that's getting like you're, you're doing that. <laughs> like, know, you're, right? like, like you're going to make some sandwiches for the week. Like, no, no bread. You just drop it in your mouth like it's a like I'll do a edible. roller. So you got um you got Oh, I know. Cheese roll. No, no, no. Turkey slice some some avocado mayo and then maybe like a little like crunchy thing like a cucumber or a piece of bell pepper or It's giving poor. A piece of lettuce. Do, do you know how much avocado mayonnaise costs? I stole it, of course, but it's over $10 <laughs> for a I could small afford jar. it. I could afford it. Yeah. They have that at Pavilions. I thought they'd only have like Hellmans. No, some some pavilions have an amazing collection of mayo of condiments. Okay, they have a condiment. Okay, but but like olive oil and alternative oil mayonnaises have reached the major supermarkets. Yeah, chains yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. For people who are anti seed oil. Sure. Okay. Um. So, anyways, I'm like, I go up. I mean, and this is what's a bummer because I love going to like the deli, the Italian deli, the Jewish deli, whatever kind of deli you go to. And you're like, let me get a, you know, half a pound of blah, you know, mortadelle. Boar's head. You got boar's head? Thinly sliced. And and it's some old lady or some old guy. And they grab the chunk and they throw it on the slicer. I love that you're talking about like you live in fucking in, in like the Bronx or something. <laughs> like this is, you've never done that. You've gone. Wrong. You've gone to like some bougie white people fucking deli. No, no. I go to Mario's Italian Deli in Glendale. It's been there since like Mario's the 60s. Italian Deli in Glendale has definitely been there for a long time, but I'm sure it's still a tiktok sandwich place at this Fuck point no 
No, 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 no. It's a it's an eater and a fatuation sandwich. No, it's a it's a working class deli. There's nothing cool or hipstery. But it about hasn't it. been co opted. No. No, I'm I'm by far the coolest person who's ever been in there. Well, that's no regular. It's reggies only. It's like construction workers, okay. like Armenian dads. So you usually go there, but in a pinch, you have to go to your local Whole Foods. Right, right, right. So yeah, I usually and they, they they slice a piece of whatever off, and they and sometimes they'll they'll show it. Is, is this thin enough? And here you you eat that slice yeah. as a little yummy snacker. They throw it to you like the way you would give Margo a carrot. Yes, they lay out my meats on a piece of wax paper. Fold it up, put the stamp on it. I love how you. I love how you're really giving people a kind of window into how how sliced, <laughs> how deli people should be operating. So you're saying maybe this experience was different. I'm foreshadowing oh, the story I, I as apologize. to what will be happening. I thought you later were just on. kind of trying to kill time. Like we got stuff to talk about. You don't have to do this. No, 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 no. no. I'm a storyteller. <laughs> Sit back. At the end of the day. <laughs> Sit back and enjoy the ride. At the end of the day, I'm a storyteller. You're the kind of guy who doesn't understand that the roller coaster has to go up before it comes down as a coaster enthusiast <laughs> i absolutely reject that metaphor mm -hmm. go ahead okay so i go to whole foods and a person working there who can't see over they can't see over the deli yeah. so i'm talking to them through the glass yelling over to them your quads are engaged you're doing a little bit of a wall sit kind mm -hmm. of situation okay i'm keeping the form is of the course. form is good. No, you got posture. And I'm like, let me get a half pound of honey, you know, lemon, rosemary, turkey, thinly sliced. And she she's moving. This is what's wrong with the world where Amazon has ruined Whole Foods and all this shit. And she's moving as if she has like a bone disease or something like that. Like she has no get up and go. She has no place doing any like manual labor like she's like a wounded injured person okay. who's in pain she's dragging her right leg behind her like it may have been injured in battle physically and an emotionally damaged person and you're like let me get a pound of turkey thinly sliced whatever and she she has a hard time like picking up the you the know, bigger turkey the chunk of turkey i mean and it takes it takes almost 20 minutes for her to do this and she's um she's doesn't know how to use the slicer and she's slicing and it's just like instead of like 10 yeah thin round sheets of meat it's just scraps and wood chips of turkey that's beginning to pile where, up where is uncle paulie when we need him i know he's going to the slicer convention in vegas in a couple of weeks it can't be that hard to use a meat slicer i think it requires a little bit i think it's like anything else there's a nuance to it there's you put the meat in you adjust the knob for the thickness and you give it a zoom. yeah no i know but i think some people can you know, it's like skateboarding. Of like, course. I know you can do a fucking kickflip, but this guy mm. does a kickflip and it looks a lot different. You and I have never used a meat slicer. I'll probably be a little bit better at it than you because I'm, um, I've am i sliced thousands of things yes. in my life. But if you had a job where slicing meat was your job... I'm going to get it done. You would be become better at me than in one day. Yeah, sure. Anyway, so she's... And, and I noticed halfway through that she's wearing a beanie that says vegan on it <laughs> so you're so you're thinking that maybe at this point you're thinking maybe her no oh, she's her, got a she's got half a pound of just meat scraps in her so hand. she's she's okay so her head she's obviously chilly but also she's chilly she's got a back brace on underneath her like frozen freezer so she's, thingy so you're thinking that maybe her um 
lack of enthusiasm for the slicing could be because of her political beliefs. That is that is a flag that I decide to call out and I say, hey, I'm sorry that they got you slicing meat as a vegan person. Yes. Sort of making a light of a situation. Yeah. Showing empathy for her plight. You know, I've I was vegan before she was born. You know, we're we're bros here. It's all good. And she stared at me for 10 seconds in silence and i was like oh god this is bad and she 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 just didn't know how to like respond like a human being and she she said something along the lines of like i have empathy for all living things oh and i was worst like worst possible response I was like, what does that what does that mean like how do where do we go from here i mean i was like so like if you if you were slicing a human, you would also be sad. What does that mean? I think that is what she means. <laughs> that is like, man, people just really don't like the interaction. And if you're vegan, just be like, hey, is it cool if I like move these onions instead of slicing yeah. up this like sous vide roast at all, beef? At all places, Whole Foods would probably respect that. You know what I mean? Like one would think one would think like if you work at Burger King, you can't be like, I'm only doing Beyond Whoppers. That's it. Like they're not going <laughs> to let you do that. But Whole Foods, it's a big place yeah, Burger King, like oh you're vegan all right you clean the shit out of the bathroom yeah, exactly then. <laughs> i guess you can be on fries i mean i guess <laughs> so so she finally produces this pyramid of turkey scraps oh yeah not a single usable slice of meat on here hands it you know slowly and she can't so you know uh, on the top of the counter they have this the digital scale she can't reach they the put the meat on and she can't reach to put the meat on the thing is this person carolyn is in the car at this point she's like you have to you have to abort you have to just run away from her. And I was like, I can't. I'm too deep in here. Like I, I was I was feeling too bad to just you know, it's like when you on a on a blind date with somebody and you say I gotta go to the bathroom and you never come yeah. back. Like I couldn't do you that. You tell your friend to text you that somebody died. <laughs> I couldn't do it, so I was like, I have to white knuckle this and write it out. She finally, with the help of another person, gets the meat on the scale, puts the sticker on it, hands it to me. I I grab it, I say, Thank you so much, have a nice day. I walk to the the hummus, leave it, and I place it straight down and in, into the refrigerated case next to the hummus and the cold brew, and go to the checkout counter and and, that, and no, you, you, that's the right thing to do. You don't need to. This person obviously isn't doing well. You don't need to ruin their day by telling them they're mm -hmm. doing a bad job. It's better to just yeah get it later. You're gonna be fine. You know, uh, I was fine. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's that's the problem is. There's no place where like a, a normal person can have a normal job anymore. No, definitely not. It's no, no. tough. Well, everybody's also deeply unhappy, except the podcasting community, of course. It's sick. I love being a podcaster. Um, I forgot to mention that I had a power lunch this week. So did I. With you. Go on. With Jesus. Uh, Jesus <laughs> nice. Jesus nice. Jesus Nice, who's now a new LA resident because he's on his Hollywood shit, really getting his stuff together. He's got agents and managers and lawyers, you know what I mean? But we had a we had a great we had a great lunch at SVB. I won't divulge the details, of course, that's between us. What did you have for lunch? What did you eat? I had uh, a chopped salad with with salmon. Chopped salad with salmon? Uh huh. How much does it cost to add salmon to a chopped salad? I don't know. I think it's I think it's like twenty three. I think the total is like twenty, but yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm. That's not that crazy, is it? I feel like that's one of those places where like the chopped salad is like nineteen, and then it's like add salmon twenty three. I I don't know. I've I mean I don't I've never. It's known. fine. It's fine. We I don't, don't check at, it. We don't check at tax. Not prices. No, but but so we 
he he's I'm I'm struck by him because he's a he's got um he looks rich now. Mm. He has incredible his skin, he was like glowing. He looks really good mm. in this way that I'm like, oh hell yeah, bro. You're doing you're he's like, hydrated. What? He's yeah, he has a new new financial access to different facialists and it just serums seemed, I was just like, oh, you're looking you're have. looking fit skins glowing like i was just happy it's ha it's nice to see that he's on his kevin hart shit yeah it's nice yeah he's yeah exactly it's, it was just nice to see it but it was interesting to talk to someone who who has um some experience in you know kind of what we're trying to get into so i was i was also learning some stuff while he enjoyed a vegetable soup he has some experience moving from a podcast into the tv space exactly yeah yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i i subscribed to but Showtime. i was also trying to tell him that um he thought he like could be. He's like one of those guys who comes to. LA. He's like, I don't need a car. I'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you gonna get a car? He's like, Yeah, yeah, definitely gonna get a car. <laughs> like, basically, like after two weeks, he was like, Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't be doing this. Like, I don't know. I mean, I think you can do it. It's too annoying. If you like, if you actually do stuff during the, if you just go out at night and you're a fucking demon, it's fine. But if you go you to the gym, Jesus and go is to, going dry, like going to yeah, the gym that's tough like that's why i can't do it it's like i have to do things and i need i cannot the, the 10 minutes it takes mm -hmm. to like even when i'm out of town i take an uber to like go to berries it makes me fucking insane yeah because yeah, yeah. then i'm getting the car i'm fucking sweaty they're like annoyed i'm like sorry bro this is your problem you fucking especially as a sober person it's, it's even more annoying and the other thing i wanted to talk to you about is not to do this i i replied to he posted a story about eating a cheeseburger at everson rice bar which is a great burger, but it's a simple one. It's just like bun, mayonnaise, yeah, 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 yeah. and cheese. And I send him a message like, it's a great burger. It's it's a celebration of mayonnaise, actually. It's very interesting. And Celebration then, of mayonnaise. He left me on red. He said, celebration of mayonnaise. That's what I call how long gone, Let's white go. boy losers. <laughs> this is an all new episode of white boy losers. <laughs> I So I had an <clears throat> interesting experience last night that kind of allowed me to do something that that I hope impresses you. Mm. I so I I had dinner at the grill in the alley with uh, Stevie from Purple Stevie King. The grill in the alley, Beverly Hills own. Beverly Hills own. And when I'm leaving the house to meet Stevie, and I've timed it perfectly. I'm like, oh, this is perfect because I'm I'm trying to stop myself from being so early to everything. <laughs> so I'm I'm trying to like really do it. Like I'm like I want to be there two minutes before six thirty. Mm -hmm. Valet walk in, perfect. Like a boss. As I'm like a fucking boss. As I'm leaving the house, I I go to I, I you know, I lock the door from the inside and then lock the deadbolt. And I'm proud of you. And I'm heading out. I'm glad you're locking that deadbolt. And then I'm like, oh, I forgot my wallet. I go to go back in, I stick the key in to the handle mm. and it doesn't work. It's like it won't go in. And I'm like, did I, did I grab my New York keys? And I what the fuck? And I'm like, these are the right keys. Wrong house? No, no. And then I put the key to my eye it's slightly bent <laughs> to the left okay slightly bent to the left some chicks like that I, i've heard that slightly bent to the left i prefer going up but it's slightly bent to the left me. and i'm like this is so this is barely this is so small like how is this causing me so many problems it will not go in when the it lock. goes up it hits my me spot <laughs> it won't go, it won't turn so i i it's raining you know what i mean it's this whole thing mm -hmm. it's dark I'm like maybe I'll I'll just tap it you know I'll I'll I'll, I'll figure it out. Story is a story is a nightmare for me because I'm really afraid of what's going to happen next. It doesn't. It will not work. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm late, but I, I'm I I'd already planned to treat Stevie because he's been so good to us. 
So I'm late to dinner. I, I pull off to the Bank of America ATM. Luckily, I'm able to tap. Thanks to our friends at Bank of America. I tap. I get cash out. I show up three minutes late. And I'm like, I have to figure this out. I, Andrews has a set of keys. So I text Andrews. I'm like, I might need to come by later. He's like, yeah, no problem. But I'm He's like, like, been waiting for this. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, how late? Uh, so I, so I get to the girl in the alley and you know, the guy, you know, the guy that is the, the big black guy. That's like the mm, mascot, the maitre d'. always sing at the front legend. I'm, I'm like, bro, I need a favor. He's like, what you need? I'm like, you got a hammer. <laughs> He's like, if I had a dollar, every time a white boy comes in here, asking me for a hammer. He's like, hold on one second. He goes upstairs. He gets me a hammer. He's like, already wiped it down. No prints. <laughs> let me know. Let me know That's when you funny. finish. I'm like, all right, perfect. Stevie and I have dinner. We finish. I go outside. Stevie's having a cigarette. I get on the ground. I take the key off the Bottega key ring. I tap it a few times. <laughs> get it nice and straight like a blacksmith. Uh-huh. Drive You're home. You're a keysmith. Drive home. Key slips in smooth. I love this city. <laughs> and this, between this and my walk with a gas can, uh -huh. I feel like oh. I feel like something's shifting, mm -hmm. you know? And it's obviously it's small, it's small, tiny things. These but are rabbit-sized tasks, but if they add up, my point exactly. I'm starting to see the value in this, mm -hmm. and I'm feeling good about. It. I'm starting to understand mm -hmm. why people do stuff that is annoying. You're, you're experiencing a new feeling at the age of forty, which is the appreciation of a job well done with your hands, being yeah. able to be self-sufficient mm -hmm. in a moment of distress and even more with your physical body yeah, not your mental. yeah even more so even more than that though just being like oh i i just solved the problem like i didn't have to go call a locksmith i didn't have mm -hmm. to go to andrew's house even though he wanted me to and i'm, I'm able to in, just in independence and freedom yeah confidence that you get knowing that you can walk around and be a more sufficient person in the world not to borrow a plot line from triangle of sadness but if we are in a situation where all those 20s in your pocket become meaningless, you're going to need... I'm going to have to have something else. You're going to have to learn how to catch a fish. Well, what I'm worried about, though, Build a is... fire. What I'm worried about now is God going to send me a challenge I'm not ready for. Because I obviously, like, <laughs> I can't change it like a tire or something crazy like can't that. can't change a tire. But you, you, you won't be able to pump a septic tank. No, no, no. I, I think that I have to start small and continue small. But I, I feel like this is starting to add up to something, and I'm feel I'm seeing the value. And I'm starting to understand why people do this stuff, besides wanting to escape their wife. Okay, well, I think the next step for you, obviously, is not tire changing, but inflating a a, a, a tire that's a little low. It's funny you say that, Jason. Successfully done that a few times. Oh, mm -hmm. Speaking of core strength, no problem. You probably get down to a nice little squat. I just plank actually. Knees over time. I just kind of plank. Just kind of inject it, kind of one arm plank, dude. That's impressive. Yeah, I do a one arm plank, all four tires, so you kind of get all the obliques. Okay, okay, that's good. But I just, I'm I, proud of you, man. It felt, and the guy, everybody at the restaurant, kind of heard what was going on. Like mm -hmm. there was like a, a group of old ladies at the front, mm -hmm. and they're like, "What are you going to do with that hammer?" And I was like, "I'm going to go outside. I'm going to put this key on the ground. I'm going to tap it until it's straight." And they're like, "We really hope this works for you." And they said, "Okay." Tim the Tool Man. Yeah, they sick. <laughs> All right. Okay, bro. Tool Time. <laughs> All right, Do Tool Time. Thing. Good luck out there, Tool Time. So a, a, a wet Beverly Hills curb. Mm -hmm. You've got that key on there. you got that Dallas Cowboys key you had made mm -hmm. at Home Depot. Yeah. you got that 
restaurateur's hammer. Mm-hmm. You're smacking it. If from people driving by in their Bentleys from afar, sparks are flying. Oh, there's sparks flying. Oh yeah, there's sparks flying. What's who's that Smith over there yeah. smithing in the night? Wow, this guy must really be good with his hands. Mm-hmm. Cowboy up, Chris. <laughs> We're gonna make a man out of you yet. Yeehaw, bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh God, yeah, dude, but, that's you know, good. That's good. I, I, I think we're both evolving in different directions that way. We're like, you're going to become more able-bodied with your hands. Yeah. And I'm going to start wasting my money on things more, more this is, so. This is good stuff. I mean, I've noticed you wasting money. And like I said to you before, I'm a little worried that maybe I'm paying you too much. Mm-hmm. But I'm cooking the books. We can't, we can't, we can't go, we can't, you know, we can't go backwards. No, you have to, you have to go forwards buy pants from the row, mm-hmm. smash a key with a hammer, and then hope that the the, the path that you're building, <laughs> you'll be able to smashing forge a that key, one. Smashing a key with a hammer <laughs> and buying... Something I've only done for fun. Buying pants from the row on sale are still... It is, it is kind of... I'm seeing the equality, obviously, the yin and the yang of that. Mm-hmm. I am seeing that. And I'm I'm glad that we're um, we're both growing. And, and, and we have a place to talk about it. Yeah, I'm I'm learning to throw money at the problem more, mm-hmm. and you're learning to throw, just throw, <laughs> and not in a ceramic. You've sense. seen my spiral. Don't say that. You know I'm a fucking touchdown. Throwing that hammer. Throw. I mean, Chris and I. How long gone? Activation of the axe throwing bar. <laughs> we couldn't. The the, the amount. Let me get it. another fever tree. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> not fever tree. <laughs> Fever tree on ice, please. Why don't you go wrestle me up another one of these ginger ales? <laughs> no, no fruit. No fruit. I like it raw. No fruit. Um, no we're also working on, um, we're going to have some new live dates very soon. Mm. We've been in the lab with with High Road Touring, and we're actually just going to kind of follow Feist around <laughs> and do like a thing in the parking lot before all her shows. Oh, um, dude, it's a Feist tailgate. It's a Feist. It's Feist. Get over here, Jello shots, and we're going to make dream catchers. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what a Feist fan looks like. I think they're everywhere. I've I've been to a, a couple Feist shows, and they're it's it's good. It's like kind of like similar to our fans, honestly. Like people who are like doing okay and have good taste. Women pe- who are doing okay have good taste, and the men who clean their litter boxes. Yeah, because the one, two, three, four crowd has yeah. probably fallen off. Right. And her last three or four records are like actually really good and like kind of heady in mm-hmm. a different way. So I don't think that element. I mean, I'm sure if she's doing like a big show, that element comes. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but she's yeah. That's and it takes time to weed out the normies from your audience after having a hit song in an Apple commercial. Well, that's what that was always what I loved about going to see Vanessa play is that she would play mm-hmm. it first and be like, "All right, you guys can go." She would so play the sick. hit. She'd walk out, play the hit, and be like, "All right, if that's what you're here for." What's it called? Th- a thousand miles. Yeah, a thousand miles. She would play it and be like, "All right, cool." Um, if anybody, you know, I wonder if she she should do it at the beginning to to weed out those people and then play it at the end, but better. Yeah, exactly. Do like the full a full band comes out. And it's like a different version. Different version. The first version, <laughs> she's like missing notes and kind of not really, not really. She's doing it like about a four out of ten version. Yeah. She comes back, the string section's out. She's hitting it hard. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank Ocean. <laughs> We're going to do a little duet for you guys. Thanks for sticking Thousand around. Miles. Um, but yeah, we have some new shows, uh, domestic In North and America, foreign. Europe, as well as beep. 
<laughs> domestic, foreign, and and uh, a place that we love to talk about. And I don't know if I even want to visit it, but I have no choice. Um, a far flight. Yeah, but we're, we're, ex- we're, ex- we're excited. Bitter. We're excited about going to all these new places. Mm. Um, but yeah, mm. North America is going to come first. Um, and uh, we're just hitting some of the some of the highlights. Uh, yeah, same cities. These are cities that have been here for years. But these are cities we haven't been to in a while. These are cities that we only touch first tour. Same cities, new venues. New venues, yeah. perhaps. Yeah, yeah, new venues. Grande size. Um, but we're yeah, we're bold. we're working on that, and of course, uh, we'll be continuing to record this podcast. And mm-hmm. if you live in the UK, uh, my friend Fran sent me a a a, a picture today. I, I guess there's a little. My friend called Fran. My friend, my friend, we call the Fran. Uh, sent me a picture of the Sunday Times style section. There's a little blurb about about how long gone, which was nice to see, and I didn't know that was coming, so that was a nice little treat. You want me to read it? No, it's okay. Okay. You can't read good, so I don't love it. That's for sure. You know, so I'm I'm heading back to the Big Apple tomorrow on a beautiful mm. Delta Blue Eye. Mm. 6 a.m. I'm going to Dan Tana's tomorrow. I know. I'm pretty jealous to miss this gathering of... Well, Chris Chang, do you think Chris Chang's going to change now that he posted the selfie with Sophia from Japan? I think you changed after I, he posted that. I want Suntory time. <laughs> <laughs> would you Would you break edge to, to Polly with Sophia Coppola? No, I don't think Sophia is that kind of... I think Sophia respects the sober community. As a longtime creative, I'm sure she's. What if she pulled like a '64 Coppola Shiraz from the <laughs> cellar? This is from my. And grand- has a you have a sideways moment like this- I've been waiting for the perfect moment to open this bottle, Chris, and he just walked in through the door. I I, I honestly. I'm Sophia, I, by the way. I would. <laughs> this is my grandpappy's vintage. <laughs> we keep it up. You ever in, see Virgin Suicides? We yeah. Keep, we keep it up in yeah, Northern California. No, I'll be okay. But yeah, you guys are going to Dantana's. It's it's you, Chang, Susan, Alexandra, Roman. Yeah, and I've never eaten at Dantana's before. By the way, Roman's interview, Roman's door. interview piece number one, most read story, because she's got salacious, juicy quotes like the "Power of Roman," "Balthazar," "The food's awful," and I love eating there. Yeah, I mean some shit like that, which is. Which I mean, is very similar to Dantana's from what I hear. That's what this podcast is built on, is those kind of opinions. So it's it's nice to see that. The podcast is bad, and I can't stop. Exactly, exactly. I don't know why I listen to this shit. It's like Lucky Strikes. Cigarettes? These two white boys are going to kill me from the inside <laughs> out. But I can't quit you. Oh, God damn it. All right. Uh, how long gone? It's been a fucking... But we never did Patreon, guys. You knew what was going on here. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. They keep calling, too. And we're polite, but we ain't answering. Yeah, and uh, just go check out Pfizer.com. <laughs> they have a whole new lineup of ones, new stuff that came out. New <laughs> Pfizer's, Pfizer's fucking popping right now. Uh, but yeah, how long gone? Uh, we'll announce those shows soon. We'll continue to podcast. And um, thank you guys for sticking with us. Thank you for sticking with us through this rainstorm. <laughs> <laughs>